Hey yo, today we're breaking down that extra. Yeah, I've always been extra. And the more that I tried to kind of cover that up and make it fit into the real world, the more that I feel like the universe was like keeping me anxious and depressed and constantly just feeling like less in this experience. And so I, yeah, I, I, um, I feel like busting out of that, right? Deciding that it was yellow, um, as I explain it in my first book, that was the game changer for me. And as I've continued to learn about myself in full light, I have learned that spaces where that needs to be covered up just don't fit anymore, but they definitely did before. And I tried to make them work and that's just not where my extra belongs. It can't be kept in a closet anymore. If you're extra, you got to keep being you, not less, more. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey, on this season five vibe and everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing transitioning from believing to knowing and fine-tune correcting what that looks like and just living and we started out this show you know really thinking that this was going to happen overnight and one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around and so if you're just happening upon this show in season five you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth so you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that i am promising you will be there you will end up lost you are not going to get there just know that um but it's it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams.
welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and we don't even sneeze on air because that would be very unprofessional. But my nose seems to be building up a sneeze right now and I just press record. So it's really great timing and I'm going to try to breathe through it, but I would love to sneeze. I mean, I don't love to sneeze on here, but I would love to just sneeze, period. I think that's sneezing is great. It feels great. Um, but let's go ahead and, uh, ground ourselves in our greatness. So my great thing from yesterday was I, oh, my head enjoys spinning a million different ways. It just thrives better. I work well under pressure. Some might say I only work under pressure. It yeah, that might be that might be true. This is why this is why entrepreneurs, this is why people need people. You are no one is meant to be the complete person. No one is meant to be. It's, it's teamwork, it's community. It is why humans are wired the way that they are. We have to have other people to complete us. It's just necessary. It just is. And so I yesterday got a lot of things accomplished, even though I felt like, you know, um, some of my day I was very distracted. And then I just kind of like, no, we got to get this done. We got to get this done. And here's how we're going to do it. And we're going to keep building and and doing these things. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. We got to get this done. And yeah, we got it done. We got it done. We did some things, right? It felt great. Um, and came home, did more things. I have to go in right away today and, and complete a couple things right when I get there. But we're doing it. We really are. And it feels amazing. It does. And so, yeah, I am you know, constantly struggling and and finding new things that I was not prepared for. Um, But I am really working to build a team to ensure that I'm not taken by surprise with that. You know, like I don't want to be blindsided. I really don't. I want to be I I, I want to be, I want to know. I want to know. I don't want to stand there and go, I'm the best and I know best. I want to stand there and go, I'm working with people who are the best. I am smart enough to recognize that I am not the smartest and I don't want to be. I want to work with the smartest people. I want to employ the smartest people. I want to empower the smartest people. I want to create systems with people who are much smarter than me, but I will get nothing out of standing at the finish line all by myself saying, I'm so smart. I'm smarter than everyone. Look at me. No. The goal is 
you're so smart. You're so amazing. You're amazing. I want you to look at this because you're super smart in this thing. You tell me what's wrong with it. I will not sit here and cling to this because it's something I built and I think it's the greatest thing ever. No, I will gladly accept and adopt you, your style, what you think. If you tell me that you're the professional and that you know these things, bring it. Come in. Poke holes. You know the things, you come in. You make this stronger. You tell me why it doesn't work. And you help me implement systems to make it work, to make it work well, to set my people up for success, to set myself up for success. There is no point in standing there and going, I knew it. I'm so smart. I have the best systems. I'm the greatest person that ever lived. I didn't ask anyone. I did it all myself like I asked everyone. I did. And, you know, even when I was coaching, like, I've always been learning. I did not implement my own systems. I did not. I implemented a lot of other people's systems. I watched. I took notes. And then I went and I applied all of those things. I applied my own best guesses. And then I applied them in ways that I thought would fit what I was trying to do. And I kind of put my spin on that style. But I did not invent anything new. Okay, greatness grounding. Sir, I did. I did I did do that one. And that was probably the worst one. Like, really? You're just going to bring a group of girls in and they're going to talk about how amazing they are? Like, that's not so special. It's not. It's really not. And it's intentionally very unspecial because then maybe you'll do it because it's not that hard. And what if it does make a difference? And it does make a difference. And it's really pretty easy. Um, but everything else, no. I I learned from my college coach. I taught the way that I was taught in college because I feel like, why learn it again? If this is the way that top players play, you can learn that. And there's really no point in not learning it from the beginning. And I look for other programs that implement similar philosophies for places that I'm putting my kids because I don't, I don't like learning things twice. I just don't, I think it's silly. And so as I'm implementing these new systems and bringing in people to poke holes, and I'm very proud of the professionals that we have attracted so far, um, as I'm implementing these things and, and poking these holes and figuring that out, like the goal is not to be right. The goal is to be wrong early enough to fix it. The goal is not to be right. The goal is to be wrong early enough to fix it. Got it? Because you don't win if you haven't figured out what was wrong. There is no point in being right. And I know it's super scary. This is like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to hear about the things. I don't know if I want to be wrong. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I do know. Yes. Please. Please make us better. 
because I don't want this to be a solution that worked for me and doesn't work for other people. I don't want to be the anomaly, right? Like I'm willing to put in the work, but someone else isn't. Like that's not a good model. Yep. You're just going to have to work hard. And I felt like before I was getting systems in place, that's what uh, I was promising someone like, well, you're going to have to really be devoted to win. Like, no. And yes, you are. And no matter what, this is not new in life. Um, but you deserve better systems than the ones that I had to work my way through over the last year. And, you know, this is just medicine, maybe punishment, maybe poison. I don't know. But I did say, like, if I don't know how to put together a PowerPoint or if I don't know how to, why the systems work the way that they do, because I built it all from the ground up, how will I make decisions? that are true. How will I know what's better if I haven't lived through what was worse? And I'll tell you what was worse. Um, having to track sales, yes, electronically, but not having any system for that and having to go off of my own brain. And we made it. We did. And I'm very blessed that I have the brand's selling in my shop that I do because they called me out when it was not good enough, when it was not up to their potential, um, when it was not clean and powerful, they called me out. They did. And I deserved it. And it pushed me to work better. And that's why I'm saying like, I'm really excited for new people to be coming in with their expertise and looking at this and saying, this is dumb. This is great. This is the best. You're an idiot. Whatever they got to say. And they won't say that because, well, I don't, they might, which is fine. Right? Like I said yesterday, there is no tie here for me. I don't care. I don't think that I've created the winning formula for this. That's why you're here. That's why I'm leaning on you. That's why I'm leaning and learning from you. Because I haven't. And I don't. I don't know. But I am willing to continue working. And I have learned a lot. I'll tell you the one skill that I feel <laughs> has benefited me the most has been learning how to file all of the business paperwork um, that I have forced myself to learn how to file because having those structures in place usually surprises people. And because a lot of people will work without those structures. And I just learned early on that those structures are really important, that this is how you do all of the other things that make you official. And having that stuff in place has benefited me greatly. And I just learned that on my own. And now I'm at a position where I can hire people to come in and look and make sure that I did all of that right. But being able to do that set me up for success to bring in people who could poke holes in it later. But you have to be able to do some things on your own first. And...
someday I'll be very proud that I sat and obsessed and worked and worked to figure it out because I will know what will work because I did the work. I know even the sucky parts of how this thing works. I've been there and I can build better because of it. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. So yesterday I had to announce like, hey, I won this award. Look at all these things. I feel so grateful. And I do. And I am, you know, just honored to be representing a small community because oftentimes they get passed up because it's like, well, if you compare my accomplishments to someone 20 minutes away and 20 minutes away, they have about a thousand boards that you could join. And just here in this small community, you have like five, right? And you could be on all five and then you might compare to the person 20 minutes away who's on 12. Um, right. But like, the moment that you sign up for that stuff, especially in a small community, you are doing it all. And if you're ambitious, you really are taking a lot of weight on your shoulders. And that's super cool because you can make an impact very quickly and you can't. Um, so to be able to stand up there and like even hold a candle to what these people are doing in larger metro areas is really cool. And I feel extremely grateful because they went over, you know, how many people. And so I had to announce it on socials yesterday. Hey, I won this thing. And, and it wasn't the first announcement, but it was the first time that people actually saw me holding an award. So, you know, that it's real then. And so just started getting a lot of congratulations, very well-deserved. And then one of my high school, actually one of the kids that I grew up with in Dysart, she commented, um, <laughs> You always had an extra something. Like, you know, like she knew that that there was just something about Hannah, right? And so she spoke to that in her comment and it was so nice. And then <laughs> like, you know, when I really break that down and think about it, I'm sure that in so many instances of my life, that extra got me sent to the principal's office, which it didn't. I really wasn't ever that much in trouble in school, but it probably got me marks on my report card. And that extra thing, I think, as an athlete made me obnoxiously competitive because it did, no question. And so to some parents, I'm sure it's like, hey, she's really... It's like, that's a lot. She shouldn't be that much. What the heck? Blah, 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 blah. She shines really bright and it's annoying, in fact. And why does she believe in herself so much? She's not even that good. And I'm sure all those conversations were had. And that extra, when I was in the corporate world, looked like my boss saying, I think maybe you just need to take on less. And my brain saying, no, I need more. I don't need less. Like, I am bored out of my mind, please give me more. And then I wouldn't get more. And then I keep asking for more, but then they're like, whoa, we're worried. You're spreading yourself too thin. I'm like, no, I swear I am not. Please give me more. What else can I do? Well, you should probably volunteer then. What are you passionate about? What do you want to do? I don't even know. How does one know what they want to volunteer for or what they want to be passionate about? Well, you just go volunteer and, and see. And I'm like, I can 
if you give me a good why, like if you tell me kids are starving in the community that I'm working in, I'm no, we can't stand for that. How do we fix that? What do we need to put in place? And then I'll just go to work. I'll figure it out. I'll help someone figure it out. We'll put it into place. We can make it work. We can make it happen. Like we can do that. I don't know. I don't know what I, if I'm even passionate about that, but I know that's a wrong that's happening in the world and I am not going to stand for that. What can we do to fix that? How can we help that? How can we make that better? I don't know, right? But I know that I want to be a part of the people who do make it better. And I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm passionate about. And so in the corporate world, my extra, which I usually associate my extra with being extremely, (laughs) um, having extreme attention deficit disorder, um, ADHD, I think it's, I think when applied correctly, it is absolutely a superpower. And finding a way to work within that, figure out where that works best, is usually the challenge. Because I was constantly just like trying to fit it in. Like, hey, and it made sense in athletics. Like, I got to be extremely big and and shiny and competitive and insanely intense for a small amount of time. Like, I got to be that person. I got to, to, to do the work, to release all of that extra energy. I got to do that all the time in athletics, man. If that could be it, that was it for me. It, it kind of put all of the things that I had been fighting in every other context. It put them all to play. And in school, it said, whoa, um, <laughs> if Hannah would just focus on her things instead of literally written on one of my report cards that I saw not that long ago. We're trying to encourage Hannah to, to write consistently instead of waiting until the last second to get it all done, which is a very, um, just a natural tendency for people with ADHD. It's just, you know, we see that deadline, we see it looming and we, we can work like we can cram probably a month's worth of work into an hour. Now, do I still do that? Absolutely. Because here's what happens. And this is why someone has to manage my schedule. Because if I put something into a schedule and I see my schedule starting to fill up, or if you try to plan something in the future and I haven't even started to think about that future yet, like I just had to accept a meeting in April and I'm like, whoa, um, my calendar doesn't even go out that far. I have definitely not written in those dates yet. And I'm pretty sure until I actually write those dates into my notebook, into my calendar, that they don't exist. So this really doesn't exist for me and I will take the meeting, but I will probably forget it. So it would be best if you just remind me. And I can't like, it's, it's extremely complicated because I have an amazing way of seeing a vision into the very far future. 
But if you start talking about the future and you start talking about deadlines and timelines and all of those things, like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, ah, triggers. I can't, I can't, I'm going to run. I Can we not talk about this? I don't even want to talk about next week, really, because my brain hasn't shifted yet. I say, you know, things that get caught in the turning of the page are always really hard for me because I'm like, I'm not ready. <laughs> it's not that weak. Like I'm not, nope, nope. And, and looming dates really bother me. Actually just talking about all of this right now is making me extremely anxious. And I don't know why my brain works like this, but it does. And so I need someone that can just put it on the calendar. Cause once it's in the calendar and it's in a system, there is no question that I'm going to show up for it. Okay. It's not going to be a problem. It's a problem when I'm responsible for making sure that it makes it because I get really anxious when I have to schedule things in the future because I start feeling like, oh no, all of my free time to create and have fun is gone. And now I'm just, and I'm like not afraid to work. Listen, I left my corporate job because I was like, no, I really am willing to work really hard. I think you guys are confused. Like I'm, I'm willing to stay as late as is required. I actually get really pissed when everybody's taking off like the whole month of December. It really bothers me because I think working is really important and I love work. I love it. I work, I will work. And so <laughs> I just want to be in these environments. And I feel like I am now. And when my friend commented that yesterday, I was like, it's so amazing to be in a position to put that extra to work. Because that's what I was asking for when I started this journey. Like my extra fit really well in athletics. But it doesn't fit anywhere else. And if we remove that, and that's what I was going on the journey to do, when we remove that, it feels like I'm losing myself. Like the year that I spent without athletics in the corporate world, I was trying to infuse myself into anything that I felt excited about. And it all just felt like I was adding more things, but I was adding no more worth. I didn't feel my extra. I didn't feel like it was allowed to live. And this is why like <laughs> award ceremonies and things like that just are not it for me because I can't be my extra self there. Like <laughs> I looked, in that video, I looked like a blabbering idiot. I didn't, I just, I was myself. Like there was personality. There was, there was not a list of things that I had accomplished. There was just like, this is me and this is the things that I'm passionate about. And I know that it probably doesn't line up with what anybody cares about, but this is what I care about. And this is why. And right, like that's different than the list of things that I've contributed to because I am doing the list of things that's expected of me. And that was me in corporate life. And that was why that didn't fit me very well because that extra piece of me that like, yeah, you've always had something extra, that piece 
it was like, well, you can be extra, but only in certain places. And if that person really comes out, if that super passionate, driven person really comes out in the wrong meeting, uh, you know, mind your P's and Q's. And yeah, fine. Mind your P's and Q's. Great. Great idea. It is. That was great advice. My boss was not wrong. And she would be like, just come in here when you're feeling that, that extra. <laughs> come, come here. This is a safe space. Turns out it wasn't. But come here. That way you don't kind of passion vomit over everyone. And that was great advice. That was true to the environment. That was true to what my extra was in the corporate world. It just didn't, it didn't fit there. And it was exhausting to try to keep my light covered up. And so now it's funny because all of those things through life that I was like, whoa, Hannah, rein it in. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, this isn't going to work. There is no application for this kinds of thing. Like tone it down. Um, yeah, you can be an athlete, but after that ends, like you're going to have to rein it back in. There really isn't a place for that to exist. So just exist, be okay. Just existing. Do not do the extra things. Do not be the extra person. Do not be the person who's willing to sit on the floor. Do not be the person who, who just wants to be in stretchy pants every day. Do not be the person who wants to wear, you know, colorful things and, and, and turtlenecks or sweater vests instead of blazers. Do not be that person. Be the person who looks like the person that we expect the person to be, be that person. You need to be that person. And there's nothing wrong with that person, but that person is not me. The extra that she described, that's this person. And now being in positions where that person, that expertise, that willingness to do the things, that, that initiative, that drive, that inherent ability to keep more balls in the air successfully than most people, that's me. And everybody would say like, oh no, you should probably take on less. Like it's not less for me. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it was, it felt really great to be surrounded by a lot of people who were like, it's not less for me either. I feel like taking this on. It could be a million things that I want to give back to, and I'm going to do all a million. And yes, that takes extreme balance and coordination from the family unit. We're extremely beneficial and, and thankful right? For that network of people who can do that work for us. Like this is what it takes. But if you're that person, you should be celebrated and you should be in environments that are capable of celebrating that. And I wasn't. School was not something that celebrated me. I was not someone that that thrived there. I think I did fine there because I usually have a good ability of understanding what is expected and making myself fit wherever that is. But I thrive best in environments where 
There is no way to fit. The only way to fit is to be extremely you. And entrepreneurship has become all of the things that I needed it to be for me to be able to be me. And I'm very lucky to be able to shine, to be that extra and to be in an environment that could celebrate that in its fullest extent. Like, listen, a lot of people have done work like I have done. No question. And they've probably done better things, bigger things, all the things than me. And some of them are probably sitting there going, what the, what's a girl gotta do, right? And to move as far and as fast as we have moved is worth noting. And to do it in the way that we've done it and to X, Y, and Z. But the only reason that that's possible is light attracts light. And if there had been a second that I had to dim who I was, I don't think I attract the people who can understand and deliver on this vision because it's big and big is what suits me. It always has been right. Someone who grew up with me can confirm there has always been something extra because there has been, and I feel so blessed to have found things that can take advantage of that extra and that celebrate that versus try to keep it locked up and boxed up in the appropriate places. It's everywhere. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah us and i would love to see you there go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here i would love you to do all of that to like share and and comment on everything that we're doing but bottom line i i just want you to do your dreams and as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire that's all that really matters change the world.